How's it, guys? Another episode of the North South Podcast. Today we are reliving the South African innings, which is basically the chase of four three eight, which is, I don't know. I think maybe that's when you realized it was special. It was special already, but sort of for an embarrassing way, Darren, that we sort of got thrashed and had the total put on us. Yeah, but it, it, the, the funny thing was that, like, yeah, when it, when the game started and that. Uh, and you saw Australia like really going at it uh, and just yeah demolishing uh, South Africa. Um, you yeah. like you all, all lost all hope was lost. Um, yeah, yeah. And and just to set the tone, I think it was two two at that point, uh, battling for world supremacy. Yeah. Two thousand and six March um, final final ODI for five five series. I think it was tied um, as yeah. well. It was... Yeah, yeah, like I said, 2-2 two, two yeah. going in. Um, and notable characters on both sides. Um, well, if you look at this teams, <laughs> jeez. Mm. Uh, quite interesting, you know, even though South Africa kind of pulled trumps that day and came out on top, man of the match, Ricky Ponting, his innings of 164 of like 105, I think. Yeah, amazing um, innings. <clears throat> and something I didn't find out until recently was apparently Gibbs was partying the night before and was like still drunk or something and he had like a 170 something game yeah 175 um, did, did you hear that he was drunk or something like that that he still <laughs> apparently smelled like alcohol and like they were sledging Jeez. him and stuff for it that's amazing <laughs> yeah I saw that on YouTube <laughs> uh, but yeah that's it's just yeah who else was there but but even if you just look back at, at, at that um yeah, that that team, uh, it's filled with like legends. So I was thinking of like Nathan Bracken, um, and mm. then obviously you had Ponting. Well, 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 wasn't Nathan Bracken caught for cheating? So can you really call him a legend? <laughs> oh, I yeah, I don't know. Um, but but when it comes to left-arm bowlers, he's he's probably one of the yeah for, the best. for sure, man. Sure. Um, and then yeah, you've got the likes of yeah Ponting, obviously, and then there was. I think Mark Hussey was in there. Andrew Simons, you've mm. got Hayden. Simons as well. Adam Gilchrist. Um, yeah. I think Adam Gilchrist set the tone of that day. If I remember the first innings, he really 55 think... of like 40 or something like that. Oh, um, yeah, easily. Usually. Who hit like nine or seven. Everyone was better than run a ball. So pretty indicative of the pitch being really really nice and all the conditions set but that day was special man it blew our minds at that point you never seen anything close to that it was the equivalent of like the world record for 100 meters being 10 seconds and someone then running it in five it was like yeah and then someone running it in four the next day or something crazy yeah i don't know uh it blew my mind it still does sometimes um i mean if you look at i think the record was set by sri lanka after that against the netherlands and i mean nothing mm. would ever really match up to that that hype that scene that scenario that venue i mean incredible man people were crying and stuff <laughs> yeah uh I, I couldn't believe it i remember back the day when when we did win like oh, uh, that was spectacular dude yeah a lot of us made the fatal error of not watching the first half of that innings and then going back to see the embarrassment <laughs> and then because if if you watched any point of that innings you there was hope they just batted at 9 or 10 or 11 throughout the entire innings that's how they managed to catch that which was we'll yeah and, and it was yeah, before we, we jump onto the highlights, if you we set the scene like that, so Australia scored what three hundred three hundred four hundred and thirty four sorry, um, 
and obviously like you said notable innings was by Ricky Ponting but there was small innings from everyone throughout the Gilchrist yeah I think um, who else Andrew Simons or Mark Hussey also hit a, a, a quick fire like 50 or something um, oh, yeah yeah and it was just yeah so so we we're just going to look at the South African chase now um, and yeah I'll change over to it now uh, so if you on YouTube you'll be able to see it um, if you're listening to the podcast uh, jump onto YouTube and watch it yourself um, so I'll click over to it now um, and yeah so Graham Smith opening a batting um, and yeah, I think at that point in time, it was a bit worrying with, with Graham Smith at the top. He wasn't uh, in the best of form. Um, but yeah, thankfully that day, um, he wasn't the, he wasn't the worst one. Uh, but to Dippernock, getting out in like the, the second over for a duck. <laughs> Get um, to watch the most magnificent innings from the back. Yeah. That's one uh, thing, man. So yeah, South Africa uh, really... Chops it on as well, which is basically what happened. Yeah. Three for one. What already. happens on innings like that? I, I, and I remember, yeah, at that point thinking, okay, well that's it. I'm, I'm not, not even going to worry about watching. Um, it's yeah, it, it's done. Um, but yeah, thankfully, uh, cometh the moment, cometh the man. Uh, Herschel Gibbs walks in, um, and yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, probably stumbles in with slurred speech. Which is quite <laughs> interesting that we learned that today. But then. Um, I, I was watching this 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 uh, this documentary on Supersport about Graham Smith about them saying how ugly his his, his um, technique was. That's perfect. That's a perfect um, Cover, example of yeah. it there. That drive. Yeah. yeah. And then of course a block a block for four, which is basically shows how he ran his whole career was just basically pure timing, just pure yeah. timing. That's all it was. And strength. And then yeah. Herschel Gibbs slashing away. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 just so great to. To see them when they are in flow and that like Graham Smith I think yeah he was criticized a lot for his technique and that but yeah he I, I thought he had one of the best techniques um uh, obviously Darren, don't say that's a ridiculous thing to say Darren did you just see that shot he played with the inside edge for four yes I'm saying it's unconventional but but he's, he's going from one side of the field to the other that's the okay. craziest thing I've ever seen in my life it, it's un- unconventional um but yeah, definitely something I think it, it will, will suited him. And from a left-hander, looked really good. Um, but yeah, and if you just think about... It looked painful to me. <laughs> um, if you think about like the, the, the amount of runs they had to score throughout the innings. So yeah, chasing over 400, what's that? You, you have to score at 8 and over from the get-go. Um yeah, that's just that's just mad. Yeah, I think they lost that early wicket, so they basically they basically were were trying to chase nine and over. They they ran into that early trouble with uh, Dupinar. Hmm. So, um, but you could see after that they they pretty much. Um, I was looking on Crick Info at the, at the match referees sort of notes and stuff like that. That that partnership with uh, Smith and Gibbs was super super quick. They scored. They scored their first fifty runs in like thirty four minutes or something like that, which is blistering, man. Jeez, yeah. Um, but yeah, thankfully they 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 got yeah settled things up um, and yeah got us to at least yeah fifty odd for one still um, within eight overs. Um, so we still managed to to keep pace uh, with what Australia were, had done. 
Um, but Brett Lee as well, uh, bowling there, uh, and he got smashed that day. And I, uh, what's the other guy's name? Clark, uh, who got hit for 110 in his 10 <laughs> overs. Yeah, and uh, then there was that there was that guy Lewis who like. Yes, sorry, Lewis, to, like, yeah, it was Lewis. Was it his debut or was it just like one of the first few games he played? But he was just like, his figures were like, oh, his figures were yeah. just horrible. I'll tell you what his figures were in a second. They were like, do you know what they were? Yeah, yeah he was the guy that got hit like 110. It was 110 <laughs> of like 10 overs or something. This guy yeah, was, was that, that's bowling now. Um, he, <laughs> I think he's just hitting the yeah, back of the length <laughs> throughout the uh, his, his bowling spells. And they were just, yeah, easily just cutting them away, hitting them off the hip, uh, taking him down, and, the, down the ground. And, and, yeah, and I mean, you you could see, like, the expression on the people's faces in the crowd. I mean, they still didn't believe it. Uh, I don't know when they actually exactly began to believe it because of how the match eventually ended up going. Oh. Um, imagine the people that left, Darren. Can you imagine <laughs> just the pain that they felt going yeah. home and seeing it, or seeing it on the news or something like that? That must have been painful. Um, and yeah, it, it, like you said, I wonder when, like even for myself, I wonder when I started believing like, okay, we can do this because I know starting off, I definitely had a lot of doubt. Um, so yeah, it, it's, yeah, it, it, it was just an amazing game. And like to, to just watch all these different players and that and the different, yeah, pieces and yeah, to, to think this was Australia's one of Australia's greatest sides. Um, yeah, that had some and, legends. Uh, obviously, Smith's bread and butter was the the onside. Mm. What do you think about that golf shot sort of shot that he that he plays? That's basically like a golf shot that he played to bring up his fifty. Um, <laughs> do you think that's a shot that guys should be practicing, or do you think that's a bit of a a bit of a thing that international players tend to do. Like I think Kevin Peterson has a bit of a shot like that. He has one where he goes down down the track, goes off one leg, and like calls it like a flamingo shot sort of thing. I think that's just yeah you know, the creative side of each player and that and that that you know Smith used to play that often and it's just it's not like your conventional uh, cover or yeah you know, mm. cover drop. And then. And then, Darren, also something I'm seeing here now um, that you don't see too often as well in today's game that we used to see a lot in the early 2000s was bowlers, especially middle or sort of, how can I say, all-rounders, but their second-talents yeah. bowling. They could bowl two different sort of, of styles. They could bowl uh, like Me- Andrew Simon. They could yeah. bowl off-spin and medium as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and sometimes in the same over as well. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I loved how they they used to do that back in the yeah back then. I think that's uh, cool, man. That's cool as hell. Yeah, it it brings a bit of uh, variety to to the players' uh, repertoire. Um, do you but, see that today? I I don't I don't no. recall seeing that from anyone. Not what not you, today. What do you think made Andrew Simons ball off spin that day? I don't know. Seeing the uh, seeing the Siemens get smashed. Probably they probably wanted to take a, a pace off the ball, um, and I was just strolling in there. A young pup, Michael Clark, had like when he was so youthful, uh, but also getting smashed everywhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess at, at that point you were just trying to take a pace off the ball and really like slow it up, um, and yeah, just so that they, because obviously at the ball ring and that uh, pace on the ball, uh, you're going the distance. Um, yeah. Uh, also at that point 
Yes, the guys were coming down the track that day, just basically running down and meeting the ball and not even giving it a chance. <laughs> um, once they saw it, they saw it. Also, another thing, like back then, there wasn't a lot of hyper-motion uh, video capture and there wasn't a lot of, of, of high-quality video capture. I think you could basically, what we watched this on were tube TVs. Um, yeah. As as Smith goes out there, um, <laughs> prematurely, if you ask me, gave his wicket away. And to appreciate Smith's technique through high promotion and high definition because when it hit the ball, it looked like his bat had turned already. And you wondered what's going on here. But when you view it in high promotion, I remember a lot of his of his innings in England as well, close to the end end of his of his career, you could really appreciate his innings because of the way English test cricket is captured. Um, mm. You could appreciate how, how he actually always hit the ball right beneath his eyes and always watched it right. And his technique was actually sound. It just looked really, really weird. It looked painful, like I said. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Smith got ninety or fifty-five balls, one hundred and sixty-three strike rate there. So yeah, thankfully, and what a partnership! Uh, one hundred and eighty-seven partnership or so. Um, that's pretty damn amazing. Um, and, and I and I forgot one legend that we had actually in South Africa that day as well, which was um, Jacques Cullis. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure he was playing of the course, game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember him doing too much that day but we'll see here now um, um gibbs just rampant man he's just absolutely rampant when you see him run down the track uh, for me one of the most underrated south african players of all time uh, slightly victimized for some reason by the media they found him like an easy target um he got that bad boy tag that south african player needed that australia had and the media loved it mm. but yeah <clears throat> thankfully he did yeah did the business in that and yeah like you say quite rampant that day just <laughs> coming down the wicket to every single ball uh, yeah I, I saw recently like uh, the last few days he's auctioning that bat from that innings Darren oh man there's no amount of money <laughs> I, paid, I wouldn't pay for that bat if you ask me what do you think as he brings up his century yeah it's obviously it's it must be pretty damn special uh, if I had the money <laughs> I definitely would, would, would buy that just to have that on display um, that's definitely that's a talk. an amazing piece of yeah, a talking piece for sure. Yeah. And um, and and we see De Villiers that day. Uh, did he make <laughs> an impact for you? That day? very very young De Villiers, a lot of hair on his head. Yeah, I think uh, he, De Villiers only made like a fourteen or twenty or something like that. Um, so yeah, not yeah, not it's, something it's, we're used to. Then having found out that these guys were sledging Gibbs and he was coming in as a real underdog, having been drunk basically. <laughs> Um, do you think he has like a bit of a Jordan mentality where he just went absolutely berserk because they challenged him and it paid off because he didn't think... give them much of a chance if you look at it he's hitting over the infield <laughs> he's hitting over the inner circle during power plays there's no chance man there's no chance you're going to get him out while he's like that yeah I think Gibbs was one of those players for for South Africa for, for quite a long time that uh, he was just that um, catalyst to to really get an innings yeah, on fire and that because he would just go out there and just yeah dominate from ball one because that's just how he played he wanted to to beat you and he wanted even in to, test cricket as well yeah and but he, even if you look to the 2007 world cup versus uh, holland uh when he went for the six sixes um he knew mm. what he, he knew what he was doing like he knew he wanted the six sixes you think so from ball one i thought i i, I think maybe if i'm like ball, ball four after the third one in a row or did he say that from ball one he knew that what he was no, doing? No, probably from ball 
from the, the second or third six probably uh, but still just to say yeah I'm going for it kind of thing and not care um, you, it's, you've got to be a different type of player to do that um, so yeah it, it's definitely a, a different mentality um, but yeah th- that was one of South Africa's best sides ever kind of thing with those players in there um, I think Yep. Sean, Sean Pollock was still around. You still got Mackay and Tini. Yeah, he was injured on that day. He was injured on that day. Um, when I watched like the extended 4-3-8 a little bit of, of time ago, with, they had the, the coin toss and things <laughs> like that. They did mention he was just happened to be injured on that day. Um, steel mentality, though. He wouldn't have faulted that day. He would have been able no. to rely on him on both ends. Yeah. So, I, 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 I forgot who the bowling attack then for South Africa was. Yeah. Uh, how's that drop by Bracken, Yes. <laughs> Taking his eyes off the ball a little a bit there in the last second. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Darren, what do you think about the mental the mental block back in the, in the, in the early two thousands and the early noughties about getting to two hundred? For me, once you hit the 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 one seventy one eighty mark that came into play, and guys just couldn't pass it, man. No matter who they were. Yeah. Um, oh, what a what a draft. And then Tim <laughs> managed to get it. I forget who was the first one who managed to get the double Suresh Reina or someone weird no. like that, probably. Well, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, uh, Dravid? No, no, I mean, not Dravid. Um, uh, Sharma. Wasn't it Sharma? Yeah, it probably was. But I know Tenduka go on. Yes. Yeah. That definitely shows you there is there was a mental block to getting a double. Yeah. Uh, I think Sharma's got two or three now. Um, yeah, because Gibbs could have got it in about four or five more balls, Darren. That's the thing. Well, technically about... Yeah. About two overs. Six, Give him two yeah. more overs. He would have reached a double hundred that day and made that day. Darren, as youngsters, we would have just lost our. We, you, I can't explain to you what would have happened to us because we were already so awestruck by what happened that day. If yeah. Gibbs had got a double hundred, he would have been like legend of the country for a while. Yeah, well, yeah, like you say, as well, I think he was severely un- underrated player, um, because yeah, I, I don't think he got the the recognition he deserved for some of the. the the, the innings and in that, but I think what what put him down was his average in that. Um, I think he was averaging at the time around the 36, 37 mark as an opening batsman, number three batsman, which is quite low. Uh, but it's because of the way he batted with mm-hmm. that, yeah, that very uh, fiery temperament. But but I think with that temperament as well, he gave himself the unfortunate, the unfortunate numerical aspect of scoring very well and then going out for like ducks. Mm. Uh, which really does affect your average very badly, and he'd also be the type of person who'd have the mentality of not not being a not out player. So mm. he'd throw his wicket away, which also impacts your average. Uh, and then I think we expected a lot from him because we used to put him to open the bat in test matching and th- uh, in test matches he used to open the batting and things. Which, if you look at his style of play, I think was incorrect. Mm. Uh, looking back on it now, yeah, but yeah, I think this around this point was when I started be- believing that we. we we might have a chance when Gibbs. <laughs> when, when Gibbs. Such a random, such a random specific part, Darren. Was it a specific shot you saw? Yeah. No, no. Literally just, in the middle of the innings, you start believing. When 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 Gibbs reached 150, um, and we we needed 100, mm. 170 or 20 overs, um, you kind of thought, okay, well they they've done half the job, um, so yeah, they've kind of done a lot of the hard yards. We still had eight wickets in hand. Um, so yeah, and and I uh, that Justin Kemp was also firing at that time. I remember him. Yeah, uh, I think. Being down yeah, the I order. think who are still to come. 
yeah, who are still to come batting also gave us a bit of a mental boost there. And looking at it, it was only the 30th over at this point. I remember in test matches at, at that point, if you can double from 30, you can double your score. So we had a little bit of, of wiggle room here, but then we started using that wiggle room by, by giving away wickets here. Yeah, uh, we, we did lose, uh, I think, three wickets or so within a very small clump. Um, you know, A.B. De Villiers going out Yeah, there. and I think De Villiers going for a slog sweep to to a to a pace pace guy is obviously he wouldn't do something like that now <laughs> it's a bit risky well uh, now he would do that and he would just nail it for six every single time um <laughs> probably. but but back then um as a, as a young uh, very young ab de villiers um yeah and then yeah to the crease <laughs> walks Jacques yeah Ellis. just uh, uh just <laughs> just strolling in um <laughs> Just strolls at, in with the average of 44. Uh, at number five, um, yeah, not a bad player yeah, to they, have I, at number five. I think they, they probably held him back that day one or two spots, Darren, because usually you'd see him come in at number three or four. Yeah, not known for his big hitting, um, known to be a more yeah, stroke player. So, yeah. so they probably hold him back thinking, yeah, we, we need to score um, yeah, at least at you know, nine, ten and over. Um, so, yeah. yeah just, and just one thing back. that must be noted, it must be noted watching this circa 14 years ago more than 14 <laughs> years ago a lot of these players now you look at them oh look at this this is sound you know Gibbs at the crease whatever A.B. De Villiers they must have been so confident these players weren't these players back then they were just you know they were youngsters they were Cullis was one of the best players in the world he wasn't a legend at that point hadn't even scored a double test century at that point mm. um Smith as well was still really making a name for himself, would go on to play another five or six years and it'd be the best test years for us. Um, but then, yeah, like you said, a, a, a clump of wickets and the big one falling as well. Yeah, uh, I think that when that happened, everyone was like hot uh, in the throat um, and like, okay. Trouble here. Yeah. Who's uh, putting ourselves in this situation? Yeah, and it, it kind of was that mentality. South Africa always doing the hard work and then putting themselves into shit situations uh, and then yeah ending up not yeah getting blown away um, and not 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 even challenging at the end um, so yeah it at, at that point it was quite crucial um, but yeah thankfully we still had uh, some some players to to come in that would uh, get us over the line um, I forgot who came in next I think it was Justin Kemp um and yeah it's uh, he was also one of those massive hitters if you yeah i remember innings by justin kemp like mark boucher came in before him um mark boucher came in yeah but it's actually the man you'd want to come in at this point in time in the entire world the one guy you'd pick out in a situation like this to come in um is mark boucher yeah definitely like especially at this point in time such a as well. such a good batsman and also underrated batsman um obviously his wicket keeping and that yeah was the the main um his main yeah bread and butter kind of thing uh but also yeah pretty damn good batsman uh opened the innings a few times mm. as well yeah then Jacques Cullis went out uh, yeah for six and, um uh... Yeah, I can't remember who said it, but someone said it recently that the greatest athlete they've ever seen in cricket was Andrew Simons. I don't know whether we discussed it or something like that, but I do remember someone saying that, one of the Australian guys saying that. Um, and I think if we watch the catches he takes here, 
Um, mm. We'll see why they say that. And also the, ca- the caliber of wicket as well. If you look at, at who, who was at the crease, uh, Carlos Boucher partnership at that point used to close up many ODIs for us. Yeah, and yeah, and Andrew Simons is quite a, a big structured dude as well. So uh, t- to move around as ad- as agile as he was, um, yeah, well, it was pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, it, <laughs> geez, looking at Brackley strolling in and bowling 140, 45 k's an hour, and then just getting cut for like yeah four or six with ease. Um, yeah, uh, a special day to to see something like that happen. Um, we we weren't. It wasn't often that you saw someone uh, smack around Brettley um, as as easy as that. Yeah, and, and um, I think Justin Kemp just throwing his wicket away there slightly, um, but uh, a bit renowned for doing that at that point in time in his career as well. I think it was a bit of a problem with him. Not not knowing when to unleash that big beast hitting. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I remember the bat, uh, the beast, uh, that Cookerborough one. Um, I think that's yeah. Justin Kemp and, and or him or Avery Villiers inspired <laughs> me to get that that get... that that bat. Um, Darren, yeah, and also I modelled my cut shot after Justin <laughs> Kemp as well, and he actually went after that cut shot right there. So I don't know why I did that, but. Also, I just need to get this off my chest. Johan van der Watt, man. Dude, he looks like he doesn't sleep or there's, there's something, you know. It's just not right. They bullied him or they roughed him up or something like that, man. What's going on with that dude, Darren? I don't know. Um, but... An excellent cricket player, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, one point top 20 rated all-rounder in the world. Uh, yeah, he, he had a very short stint uh, in the Proteas and that. But, yeah, very useful and, and, and good stint. Uh, played for a very long time uh, domestic cricket in that uh, in the free state um, so yeah he came in and yeah really handy little batsman as well that we really needed I think he scored uh, a 30 yeah, but, odd but I mean but I mean, when I look at him like even at that age I couldn't realise it but I just look at what's the, the absolute state of this man like if you look <laughs> at him like his clothes are too big he's so scrawny and he's got these horrible horrible like facial features look like he's been attacked or something it looks like honestly it looks like it's like it's post nasal surgery Jeez. it looks like it looks like the blood's run underneath the little ducts there you really looks really in a terrible state man he did for years as well no but it's just something that always used to get to me as a child and i didn't know why i didn't couldn't put my finger on it until now Jeez, you're really attacking him now eh? <laughs> Uh, no, I just, I just thought, uh, uh, I'm yeah. not attacking him, and yeah. you're not yeah, stand up for him. Then say, <laughs> say what I'm saying is incorrect. I mean, look at his collar and stuff like that. It's like all squiff and stuff. But anyway, um, um, but yeah, uh, so kid. so yeah, that South Africa, the point where yeah, near, just under, well, 385. So just, just par, getting to that 400 mark, and then yeah, look, Darren. For me, mentally, seeing 400, seeing the four there meant that the something was special was going on already, whether we won or lost. I mean, you never, mm. ever saw people score 400, man. I've never seen that before until today mm. in terms of, of, of during that day. Mm. Um, and then Ponting again in, 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 in his um, usual position, lurking around their cover drive, for any sort of cover drive, for any sort of off drive, um, to try and poach like that. He was renowned for it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we're very crucial time um because that now now we were into the they were into the tail 
uh, seven down. Um, yeah, not much batting to come. Um, and yeah, it obviously it showed um, because oh, oh Roger Telemarcus, hey, <laughs> what an innings! Oh, no, uh, Roger Telemarcus, man. <laughs> um, I think he's he's coached. I think he's one of the coaches now at uh, the Dolphins. Um, so yeah, yeah, still still in the cricketing 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 scene. Uh, but yeah, then you, you a lot of doubt came in then as well. Obviously, needing oh, thirty odd, or yeah. three overs. Uh, yeah, three, back then, overs. back then, I mean, there was no twenty twenty. Back then, there were no, there was no twenty twenty mindset where you could just keep going. Back then, if you lost a wicket, you lost four or five balls with that because another batsman would have the right to take his one or two balls to come in, yeah. um, and and get his eye in. You don't just just hit straight off. Um, so yeah, looking at 29 from 17, 30 from eight, uh, from 18, um, still still very doubtful, Darren. Back then, some big hitting was needed. Yeah, and yeah, so some some a lot of pressure obviously went on to Mark Boucher at the, at, at that point. Obviously, being the the set batsman, uh, the only recognised batsman left, um, and you know, as you can hmm. see, every every shot was cheered for. Uh, every time they they got a run or a boundary, everyone's just off off their their yeah, seats. Yeah, I mean the whole the, yeah, like the whole the whole sort of change room and everything, losing their mind for every single boundary. Um, yeah, I think we were already at this point the second highest score in history or the third highest score in history. And to think, like if you look at it, there seventeen or thirteen balls. Um, you would have thought in, in today's world that's in the bag. Like you, you can't throw that yeah, away. That's super in the bag. Today, uh, that's super in the back. But even back then, even run a ball at this deep down into the tail, you see, you'd see problems in the late 2000s, man. You really yeah. would, dude. It wasn't as clean cut as it is today. No, definitely not. Um, and yeah, <laughs> seeing Roger Telemachus and that being the one to, to hit that boundary. Um, <laughs> just going down on their knee and just playing like professional. I mean, so many guys that day were playing absolute master classes, man. And we'll see the main guy come in today who scored the most important single of all time <laughs> after this. The main man who was considered one of the worst batsmen in South African history, Nkai Antini. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then obviously, yeah, I think Roger Telemarcus went out trying to <laughs> yeah, hit one out the ground. Um, good catch by Mr. Cricket. Um, and, and yeah, that's back. So, so then it left us with what? We're needing like 10 of 10 kind of thing. Um, so... A run a ball. Yeah, I think the problem was how de- how deep we were into the tail at that point, and I think they didn't cross or something like that, so Mtini would be on strike. But at that point, they were pretty confident, man. Look at that eight down. Um, you really deep into the tail, and like I said, at that point in time, not that Mtini improved his career too much, but um, in terms of batting, but he wasn't seen as the ideal person to try and finish things. So. Yeah. If I recall, he oh, coming Andrew after Hall. this batsman. Who was it coming in here? Dan? Andrew Hall. Yeah. Andrew Hall. So yeah, still, if you know, you know that this is a this is an ideal finishing pair here. Um, so I think we probably still had a lot of hope at this point. Yeah, and yeah, if, if Andrew Hall is actually a pretty good batsman, um, I think he had some uh, first class hundreds. He was the, he's the ideal guy to come. Yeah, so mm. it's like really good. He was the ideal good. guy to come in here. Um, but I think he didn't last long at all. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he went out oh, first ball or something like that. Um, so yeah, and then it, it did. Yeah, there seven of six. Um, you still think that 
in the bag, seven off the, and over. Um, but obviously, the, the the wrong man was on strike. Um, so uh, once again, a lot of pressure, um, and it told. Um, <laughs> nearly breaking and, the and foot. <laughs> yeah, what happened there? Did he, did he hit his foot? And it was it sportsman like to take the single off there? And of course, I take the single off there. Yeah, obviously they 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 hit they hit the ball, they hit the run. Um, it's not not yeah, not like yeah, yeah. not not as like it's gifted. Um, so yeah. No, no, he no, he put his foot there. Take that flipping single. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't break it with all the power Boucher put into that. Um, that's true, right? But that was definitely a four. If his foot wasn't in the way, that's four. Uh, that's that's going. And you could, yeah, you could see as well. Andrew Hall, in in my memory, wouldn't be like a hopeless case at this point in time. So I think our hopes are quite high. But I don't think like you like you said, Andrew Hall lasted long. We'll just see here what happens um, for Andrew Hall's first ball. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and you can see the tension and lock in the change room there. Yeah, the guys rocking on the chairs. Uh, 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 John T. Rhodes as well spotted in there. Yeah, with a suit on. Uh, Oaks taking ages to sort the field out. <laughs> yes, yeah. imagine Dan. These these last few balls must have been hours in our head, dude. Hours and hours of yeah. tension. I, I remember sitting on the edge of my, I mean, my like... chair, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I lost my mind, dude. I absolutely lost my mind at that point in time. Yeah, and I, I just wonder what they were thinking at the time. Like Brett Lee as well. Like it just what bowl Yorkers the whole time. Um, yeah. Darren, I don't remember Andrew Hall scoring this 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 shot in this boundary here, man. That's incredible. Neither do I. You remember that? No. I don't remember that. That's a flipping important shot two, now that you look two, at it. Yeah, two or four. And like the thing is as well, you gotta remember that every every innings in this in this innings was important. Everyone. Mm. Besides, and especially this one. I mean, look at this. I don't remember this and no. this is why we probably it's good that we're rewatching it, so we appreciate what Andrew Hall did there. Besides Borta Dipinol's duck, uh, but even then, that that duck brought in Herschel Gibbs. So you kind of got to say <laughs> maybe that was the right thing. Um, but yeah, you, you can see the elation. But even then, two or four, you kind of thinking that's mm. that's easy. Uh, I mean, at this, I mean, at this point, you think South Africa has it in the bag. Yeah, you, yeah. At, at this point, you think okay, it, it's done and dusted. Um, you you basically just have to tip and run uh, and, and it's done there's even time for a block or two yeah so you, you could even yeah leave one if it's not in, in your hitting arc yeah Dan, so, so, so why did Andrew Roll do that <laughs> just ch- chips it to the guard one shot yeah trying to uh, be Donny before Donny was Donny into it, like five years later six years later uh, I just love finish, yeah, if you look at that that was very poor that was yeah. very poor Darren yeah Poor, poor decision making, um, and you, you could just see the change room like hitting the the sides and the, their chairs and that uh, as they saw that. But yeah, that <laughs> this was like then brought in its own drama within the drama, bringing Makai Antini, the last batsman, uh, to face the ball um, with yeah two needed or three. Um, yeah, it's... I thought this was a South African, a proper South African story here, going to end in tragedy with them teeny like running into, into like freaking Boucher and them colliding and like knocking their teeth out or some shit, and losing the match. Some yeah. stuff usually ends for us at that point in time. 
Yeah, and then so yeah, again all that. I mean, so fresh faced, man. <laughs> Antini, so fresh faced with the idea. Man, this guy, this guy's, this guy's stats went up that day hugely <laughs> in in EA Sports Cricket 2007, man. I promise you, right that. And, and what? Right what, now, he's he's batting stat went up. And, what and, a single, Darren. Yeah, what, what? What a crisp dab for a single. That that was a beautiful run down the third man. Like it was such a clean, a <laughs> good, good shot. Like. That's exactly what he needed to play, and he played it. Um, so yeah, I think that's, <laughs> and you can see <laughs> the change room as well. Uh, as soon as he hits the single, you, you saw they won the game already. Um, but that that was to tie it up. So they they, they <laughs> knew Arthur. they knew they couldn't lose, uh, which was a, <laughs> a good thing. Uh, but just needed that that one to win, and then yeah, all, all rested on Barcher. Um, and then thankfully plays the beautiful yeah chip over the the inner circle uh, and gets that yeah, boundary the south africans that shot the south africans that shot remains in our minds like for an indian person for an, a person from india how that shot by Dhoni remains in their minds just terrific played in adverts played everywhere all the time after that yeah it was just fantastic like and yeah the elation and <laughs> yeah, just seeing Antini at the end there. Yeah, his last man. Um, but yeah, that, that was it. It was just like we said. It's it's the one of the greatest ODRs. Probably the, the greatest ODR that we've seen, barring this yeah, po- past, no doubt, man. No past doubt. Uh, cricket World Cup final. That's the only other one that challenges this. Um, yeah, in nah, my view. Nah, Darren. If you Darren, if you look at. Now, if you look at if you look at the extent to which they beat the previous high scores, and it had to happen on the same day, and were to have happened in the final of a five series of two competitive teams, it like it's still ranked very very firmly number one. Maybe you have a different perspective because you lived in South Africa for this and lived in England for that. Um, so maybe that's where that's coming from. But this one firmly has to rank as number one firmly, even though the record was beaten a few months later. Yeah, it's still it's it's like yeah, it's, it's an amazing game. Like we we haven't seen anything close to that uh, since um, at at that at that level of scoring um, to score nearly nine hundred mm. runs in an ODI game. Um, that's just Man. that's yeah, and, and it's not just the runs; it's the players to see those players doing it. At that period, on that yeah, that period because it was so unique and so um, yeah, it no no other teams are doing that. Um, to think that it was South Africa versus Australia, uh, the two two best cricketing nations at the time, basically um, England and India also had very strong sides at the time. Um, but to see those two sides on that day, series decider with those players. To score those type of runs, yeah, to have that all in one game, it's just, yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. You can't, man. It was amazing and something that will live on in our memories forever and ever. And uh, do you think there's a widescreen version of that match available somewhere? That would be lovely to see. Probably. Uh, I'm sure there is some HD version. Obviously, that was just Hmm. one, one that was freely available on YouTube. Um, so yeah, we'll, or well, barring that we we don't get too uh, a copyright strike, 
for that. Um, we'll... And this is this is also a bit of a test as well. And if if it goes if it goes through smoothly, then we can sort of sort of push our luck in other sports and other sort of events. But it will be stuff that's slightly aged because that's stuff that's not to get pulled off, right? That's likely yeah. to at least. I know there is a cricketing channel that I follow that a guy that just uploads old. Uh, cricketing highlights all from the 80s 90s 2000s and that and none of his stuff gets pulled um he actually yeah i mean was quite i mean it would be ideal to do like um it would be ideal to do like uh just a random just you know sort of p- pick out a match from 2006 2007 a test match with a few days highlights mm. to sort of go over guys that, of that that belong to iconic teams I think that would be the main purpose, and then also we, there's a lot of aged NBA stuff as well we could do, which oh. is, which would be nice. So yeah, hopefully this doesn't get pulled. Yeah, uh, and yeah, we'll we'll try to do some more sports going forward. It's quite quite fun to do and watch and to to look back on. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind looking back at some rugby games either. So yeah. Of course, yeah. But yeah, I think that's all for t- today. Um, oh. And yeah, hopefully we'll have another podcast uh, this coming weekend so yeah thanks for listening everyone Cheers, and guys. watching uh, and we'll catch you soon <laughs>